Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at sportscard underscore lessons and on YouTube on the Sports Card Lessons YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and definitely leave some feedback. How is everyone doing? I want to thank Dustin Cooley, a.k.a. Sports Card Dad, for being on the podcast uh, last Thursday. That dropped a great interview uh, and uh, if you missed any part of it, definitely go back and listen to that. And uh, I look forward to having him on uh, another future episode. I felt like like we got to the end of the hour and there was still so much more that uh, we could have talked about. Uh, so I definitely uh, looking forward to have him on a future episode. You know, I want to start off uh, saying today, oh, yeah, go Chiefs, Super Bowl champs. Um, as a Chiefs fan, it was a great game. The first half, we were definitely nervous. The end of the first half, when it looked like uh, Mahomes re-injured that ankle, it was like, oh, man, this is going to be a long second half of the game. Um, and the Friday before uh, the Super Bowl, I did a YouTube Live uh, with uh, sports card therapist uh, Rob Gerard and Oz from the Cousin Collectibles. And uh we were, we were kind of talking about the game uh, and me being a Chiefs fan and Oz being an Eagles fan. Um, they almost felt like I was downplaying the game when I was saying that. I just felt that the Eagles were a better, you know, were I thought they were the better team. I didn't have them winning. Um, obviously, I stand true to my Chiefs, but... Uh, you know, I said I felt that game was going to come down to coaching and and... You know, I think that's where Kansas City, I mean, obviously they have Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, I felt that the offensive line, the defensive line were much better on the Eagles, but, you know, the Chiefs came out with a whole new game plan in the second half. And uh, definitely, I think it, they they just outcoached the Eagles in the second half of that game. And that's where that W came for, you know, either way, I'm excited. We get a whole year to celebrate as I say, we like part of the organization right but you know as a fan fans us fans we get to celebrate a whole year and uh you know now we have to wait till next season starts again i mean generally you know where does it start we start looking at fantasy and and you know we do the draft and then we immediately go to fantasy and start looking at that so uh it'll be a few months off and uh you know we'll jump right back into it i mean the only thing that could be better for me right now you know, is that Patrick Mahomes, now that he's won his second Super Bowl, he gets a little motivated to stop by Panini and sign my redemption card from two years ago and probably a good number of other people who are waiting for their redemption for him to sign a card to uh, to get back. So, you know, hopefully that'll happen. Anyways, let's jump into today's episode. Um, you know, it may sound like a question that Everybody knows the answer, but I I dove a little deeper into this. Uh, today's episode 
does nostalgia sell cards? And we all know it does. It sells baseball cards, sells football cards. But does it sell any card? Could a dealer get attendees at a card show to purchase cards that they never knew existed, making purchases strictly on nostalgia? That was the challenge. That was my thought going into a show this weekend. So I set up this past Saturday at the Garden State Trading Show, uh, the Quinta Inn and Suites in New Jersey. Uh, shout out uh, Laz NYC, the uh, show promoter. Another great show. And, and just a, a shout out here to the Wolfpack. Uh, we were five strong at the show. Um, myself, Rob, uh, Gerard, sports card therapist, uh, Tony, Cousins Collectibles, Dave, DJ Sports Cards 86, Craig, New York City Sports Cards. Uh, we were all set up, five strong. It was uh, it was definitely a good day, all hanging out with everybody. But recently, and I've talked about this, I've been buying 2011 uh, American Pie cards, which are American pop culture cards. They're of iconic people and events, you know, going from going back to the 1930s all the way up to the 2000s. And I've been bu buying Panini smash hits music cards uh, and a bunch of different years on them from 1987, 91, 95, 99. Uh, and out of these cards that I've been buying, I've sent a good amount uh, off to PSA um, getting ready for the next season. Now football is not going to be in my case anymore. Um, so I've sent these off. They're out at PSA. I'm, I'm waiting for them to come back, but I had another, a good, you know, you can't send every card, no matter what, what you have, you can't send every card and every set, everything you buy, they have base cards in them. Right. So you can't, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to send them off. So I had a lot of cards left over. I had enough to fill a three row box. So the night before this show, I had this great idea almost like a, a market test or a soft opening. Um, these were cards that, again, I wasn't sending out to grading. And I figured at some point I was going to put them on my table, but I said, you know what? Let's try it. Let's go for this tomorrow. Let's penny sleeve all these cards. We'll get them in boxes. We'll get them on the table and we'll see what happens. Um, in the boxes, I mean, there's obviously more popular people that people would recognize, you know, I put some of those cards up front um, and I just sat back and I watched people walking by and looking and stopping and just looking at the cards. Uh, you know, my low pop Ovechkin and Mike Tyson cards, they were the conversation piece at my table. You know, people coming up, looking at my cases, they're like, yeah, those cards are great. Um, but I had just as many people stopping and talking about the music and the pop culture cards. A lot of people just saying, where did these cards come from? I've never even seen these cards before going through them, looking through in them, looking through them. I remember when I first started setting up with Rob, he had these 1982 wrestling all-star cards in his case. And people would literally just stop in their tracks and come back and they go in and say, oh, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, and, and sit there and have a conversation with him. And I watched people do this the whole show. 
And I thought to myself all the time, there's got to be something I can put in my case that would stop people, you know, because not only do you want people to buy your case, but it's just great to have good conversation, you know, when people stop. When you go to a show, I mean, all these people walking by, you may never see these people again, ever. This may be the only time they ever go to a show, right? And it's just so great as people come through and just to have conversations with people from all walks of life. Um, Really, that's, to me, that's, Half of the reason I set up at shows is for the conversation. Um, But it was strictly nostalgia that stopped those people. And he only had a few of those cards. They were very expensive cards. So he actually wasn't selling those cards, but it was stopping people enough to have conversation with them, you know, and look into his cases. So for me, these were all singles, right? A lot of them were base cards. They were one to $2 cards. There were a couple $5 cards, $10 cards, but mostly the majority of those cards were $1 to $2 cards. Uh, I did have some graded pop culture um, slabbed cards uh, in my cases that I sold, but the numbers I'll give you are strictly from the singles, right? So strictly out of the singles, I sold $240 worth of singles of the music and the pop culture cards, $240 just of these singles that I didn't even know what I was going to do with them. And I put them out there, $240 and shout out to my man, Johnny on IG Hudson cards, 35. He works for PSA in New Jersey at the research and ID department. And he stopped and he was looking at these cards and he was asking me questions about these cards. Some of the ones he's never seen before. Uh, he even purchased a few from me. So this was the, this, you know, to me, this, this is exactly what I set out to do to see if this is something, if people could find cards, you know, that they really liked. There were other dealers that were just set up behind me and we do this, right? So at the beginning of the day, we get all set up and we're kind of look around and you can just turn around because their cases are right behind you and you start peering into their cases, right? And, and I did this, the guy right behind me had a couple pop culture cards and I was like nosing as soon as I saw them, I'm, I'm digging, I'm looking, I'm looking. And then it wasn't more than 10 or 15 minutes later, he was around the front front of my table. He goes, I saw some of these from behind. He goes, what are these cards? Let me go through them. So it was even other dealers that were, that were checking these things out. Um, it was a success. I mean, it was an absolute success. Um, I think most of us feel the same type of nostalgia when we see cards. You know, obviously not the same exact cards, uh, but for these cards that I'm putting out there, right, these sets are pretty deep. The The numbers of these sets go pretty deep. Um so, so there's definitely something for everyone. The nicest part about like the music cards, it spans all different genres, right? It's not just one or the other. It's all, so somebody can come up and go through and, and find something they like, and I can come up and we, we may, you know, our music tastes may be completely different, but we're both going to find something out of that same set that we like, that we like, you know, so what led me to try this out? A couple reasons, you know, it's, I talked about having to put the football away. I wasn't going to be that guy that had 
too much football out there. And and as I say that, I had four football cards in my cases this weekend. Uh, I had my uh, my Tom my 2000 uh, Brady Bowman Chrome uh, BGS nine. I had that out in the case. I had, um, a Josh Allen, a really nice RPA. And I had two of the Mahomes optic. There was a PSA eight and a PSA 10. Um, and I ended up, you know, the, you know, they just won the Super Bowl, right? So how could I not put those cards in my case? So before the Super Bowl, the week before the Super Bowl, I had put these cards up you know, for sale and the, the optic 10 I had put up for, you know, 1200 or best offer. And in my mind, I'm happy to get a thousand, 1100. I just figure out what would come. Cause if not, I would have to put that card away and it wouldn't come out till national. And I probably be able to, and, and here's the dealer. Here's my dealer mind. Even if I sold that card high right now, I'd probably be able to buy another one of those cards, the same exact card, a month, six weeks, eight weeks from now for probably a 25 or 30% discount versus people who are buying now at a premium right after right after he wins the Super Bowl. I could be wrong. That price could be up even higher a few months from now, right? I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, en- I, I ended up selling that card for $1,200. So it was, you know, it was a home run to me. I mean, I put it up and people said, oh, you, you know, you should put it on eBay and all this. And I said, no, I, I mean, I'm not in a big hurry. If it sells, it sells. If not, you know, I've got it till next year. So, but anyways, the point I'm getting to is it's time to put the football away. That's it. Now, those are the only four cards I had. I put those away. I have a lot of hockey now. I have a full case of hockey. You know, I have my uh, my Mike Tyson cards, but those are cards I'm not selling. But, you know, I take them with me. I put them in the case. I don't even put a price on them. And really, it becomes more about, you know, a conversation um, because the prices on them are, are are very high. So I really need to start populating that other case. And I've been I've been getting, you know, pop culture cards and I've been putting them in there and I've been selling them and it's been doing well. So I said, you know what, here's something that not only do I really like, but I want to start putting them in my case. And this was a way for me to, you know, this what I this little experiment experiment this weekend really made me feel good that I'm um, I'm on the right I'm on the right track here. Um, I, I also feel, you know, the the pop culture, uh, the music cards. I think they're underrepresented at shows. I think in the market itself, like if you go online, if you get on eBay and stuff like that, I mean, you can find any, we all know you can find anything on there, but when you get to a show, there's things that are, I find are underrepresented. And I think these cards are, so I don't mind being that guy to take that chance to fill up a case and, and see what happens. Right. I may go to New Jersey and sell a ton of them. And I could go do a show in New York and sell none of them. You know, it's really right now it's trial and error for me, what's going to work. But personally, I feel they're, you know, underrepresented at shows. Um, I also started a few side PCs of these cards. I mean, I, I have more side PCs than I know what to do with. I know, but you know, 
there's one thing about when you you find you find things that you like you never knew they existed right and i set up at shows and i'm online and i'm i'm going through the auction sites and i'm going through ebay and i go through marketplace um i go through you know, LCS is, I, I'm always looking at cards. And when I find something that I've never seen before, that's how I found the, the, uh, the American pie, uh, series of cards from 2011. I was looking for something else. And I, I came across this, uh, you know, one of the cards was the miracle on ice, the 1980 Olympic hockey team. And I was searching for things like that. Um, and I came across this set. I found this card and this whole set. I'm like, oh my God, I started researching, researching. And this is what happens, right? All of a sudden you find out about cards you never even knew existed anymore. So now I, all of a sudden, now I have another PC. I want to, I go through the set. I see all the cards that are in the set and certain ones I want to keep for myself. And other ones I say to myself, I think these would sell well in my case. So I'm going to buy them. I'm going to grade them and we'll see what happens. <clears throat> You know, nothing better for me just to find cool things. And I think everybody feels the same way, whether it's nostalgia or the, I, there's always something, right? There's always something about just finding finding cool cards. And I, I kind of want to be that guy that has this, a case full of these cool cards, right? I, I understand not everything sells at shows, right? And, and I know... You know, people are saying to me, yeah, you might be able to sell that. I mean, other dealers will say to me all the time, like, I, either it's too much work or I don't want to take a chance because you only have so much space at a show. And when you're doing local shows, it's okay. You can, you know, you can put out, you know, stuff at a local show because, you know, the table is not costing you a lot. But, you know, what happens when you start hitting these bigger shows? You have to travel to a Chicago or Dallas um, or even national, right? It, it, do you bring all these cars? I mean, you only have so much space at a table are these cards going to sell? And and I don't know if they will. I know when I go to national this year, the, these will be part of the cards that I'm looking for, right? So they may be some of the cards that I'm selling too, because sometimes you'll attract what you're selling, right? You know, I see some of the best cards when I put these cards in my case and somebody will show up and they'll look in and they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, let me show, it's not for sale, but let me show you how cool this card is. Or I have this, you know, card that you may be interested in because now we're speaking the same language, right? Now they know I have these cards. There's a reason I have these cards. And if they have one, maybe they want to sell it to me or maybe they just want to show it to me. Maybe it's just somebody that I'm going to end up linking up with here at a show that we're going to start messaging. We're going to follow each other and, you know, be posting up you know, these great pictures and stuff and just a, a, a friendship, just, just forming just out of having certain cards, you know, in your case and, and, and really, oh man, oh man, that feeling when a card sparks a great memory, you know, especially for music or movies, you know, it's like a drug, you know, there, a lot of people talk about all these chemicals, these endorphins and this being and that being released. But, yeah, it's it's really, you know, when you see it, you're like, oh, my God, I love this. I don't even I've never seen this card, but I love this card. And I have to have this card. Right. You try to hold your excitement sometimes when you see a, a particular card, you know, something that that really sparks this great, great emotion or this great memory. Um, you, you really have to control yourself because you don't want to let people know you're that excited and you want to, you know, take this card away from them. You know, hey, we all grew up on music and movies, 
TV, and it hasn't changed. It's the same. You know, my parents did it. I did it. My kids did it. And my grandkids are starting to do it. Uh, it, it it's not, you know, it's not the same. All of a sudden, it, it is kind of the same TV shows, if you think about it. A lot of these old shows are remaking. It's crazy, some of the shows that are coming back. But, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, a, a lot of these shows and the artists and the music, they're not even the same, but we all grow up on something, right? And 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 there's a bleed over, right? There's my my parents' music that they used to play when I was in the house. Like I know all their songs, but I know all the songs that I played, you know, after that. And then my kids, they know all my music and their own music too right and and this is how it goes there's a there's a bleed over so now there's you know some people you know like some somebody young this will come up and say oh you know they'll pull out like a like a Jimi hendrix card or something be like oh this is a great card and i'll be like you're not even old enough to know this person but they know the music and that's what's great about it you know it can it can really kind of bring us together so it was like success Right. It was a real success. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, I talked about having an order out at PSA for a lot of cards. It's 80 plus cards out there. And um, yeah, it's in uh, quality check two. So uh, it will be back. I, I was hoping when I sent them because I sent them an order with there was four orders together I sent in and all the other I, all the other orders. I have the cards back now. Um, and this is the only order I'm waiting to come back. So I have a feeling within a week or two, I'm going to have it. And my, my, my spring shows are, are going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of music and pop culture. So if you're into that, you'll know where to find it. If you're at the show where I'm at, um, I had a few pickups this week, uh, or this Saturday, I should say, um, again, speaking of finding something really cool and saying, I got to have it, right? Um, I kind of knew this one has existed, but I never knew. So here's a funny thing. You know a card exists and you've seen it before, but then all of a sudden you walk up and you see the card and you're like, oh my goodness, it's a BGS 10 pristine, right? And then you do a quick pull up on a research on it and you realize it's a pop one. It's the only one. That's a BGS 10 pristine. And you're standing there holding it in your hand or you're looking at it in the case right there in front of you. I mean, what's better than that? Honestly, because if you buy that card, you're the only one that has that card in that grade. It's a pop one, right? And this particular card um, is the 2020-2021 Tops Now Election. It's the Lady Gaga. It's BGS 10 pristine, and it is a pop one. Love this card. Card is absolutely going nowhere. If you're on YouTube, I'm holding this thing up. Uh, not only do I like the card, but I like the artist that's on the card. I like all her music. So 100%, this is a PC card, not going anywhere. My other pickup. Uh, was a 2016-17 Upper Deck Young Guns Austin Matthews. It's a BGS 9.5 Gem Mint. Again, if you're on YouTube, I am holding up that card. 
And it was interesting on, on the hockey. And I, I actually ended up making a trade uh, of another uh, uh, of another hockey card to get this. You know, I had some New Jersey Devil cards. And um, the guy came up to the kid, came up to the table and we got talking. He goes, oh, you must be a Devil's fan. I said, no, not really. Um, and he said, you've got all these Devils. And I said, well, it's because we're in New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, I do like six shows a year here. So when I get a chance to pick up, you know, devil's cards, you know, I do, this is where I, because I know a lot of devil's fans are going to be here. And he says, well, you know, who is your team? And I said, you know, uh, Maple Leafs and Canadians, right? I mean, I'm not a trader. My family, my, my father's from Toronto. My mother's from Montreal and, and, you know, this is what we grew up on, you know, more Montreal Canadians. But, you know, I, I, I've been a Toronto fan for years as well. And he's like, oh, well, I'm interested in your devil's cards. But, hey, I've got this great Austin Matthews, who is a Maple Leaf. Right. So not so much that I'm going to buy this and put it in my PC. But. If I go to the show in Toronto in April, which I'm planning to do, and I was talking a number of episodes ago with uh, Jeremy Lee, uh, this card would be very hot, very hot in Toronto, bringing this card to, to Toronto. Uh, so I'm always thinking ahead a little bit too. Like I don't mind putting this in my case and probably in this area, this is not a card. I'm going to put this card in my case. This is not a card. I don't think that I'm going to sell anywhere around here in the Northeast at any shows. I don't even know if people will ask me about the card and I will completely keep you updated on that. But I feel if I do this show in Toronto, I don't know if this, this card after I enter the show would last more than an hour in my case before it was traded up or bought off of me. So kind of as I do these shows, just kind of letting you get into my head a little bit too. Um, and I talked about knowing the show, right? So if I'm going to be up in, uh, you know, Southeastern Connecticut, or I'm going to be up in Massachusetts, right? If I've, I've got a number of Boston Bruins things around here that uh, I will take and I'll drop in the case or I'll put in the center of the case, right? Because I know that's what people are going to be looking for there. When I'm in New York, it's going to be a, a Rangers or an Islanders. Uh, and, and when I'm in New Jersey, it's going to be the Devils, right? So other shows that I'm planning a go to, if I come across a great card that I think that I can move quickly at a particular show, I'll take it. Yeah, because I want to be successful at all the shows I do. You know, I, I can't just say I'm going to be successful in a, in the Connecticut area or the New York area or the Massachusetts area. Uh, I need to have a variety enough to be successful in uh, at all the shows I do. Uh, this weekend coming up, Saturday, Sunday, is uh, my guy Scott. Sky, Sky Up Signings is his show, uh, EC3. Um, Mohegan is a great destination for a card show. It's a great destination for restaurants. There's a lot of nice things. I've spent a good amount of time at Mohegan, and I'm really looking forward to the show this weekend. And uh, keep an eye open for a live. Uh, I've messaged back and forth with Scott. I think we might do a live on Friday night, just uh, promoting the show a little bit. So uh, keep an eye out for that. 
for uh, on Friday night before the show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you. 